Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, gay. and Adam's gay. gay. It's Homo Superior. Issue 117, and welcome back to uh, everybody. We took a week off for Thanksgiving. Uh, do you guys have a good Thanksgiving? Why no. do you no, do I the did. gay only after you two? What? I did, you don't not... start it for the rest of us. I usually do it around like the Kalen to Clark. It's, it's like bo- a round. You start bringing it in. It's got to build okay. Don't you remember second grade when you row, row, row your boat and then everybody slowly brings you, into it? I know the whole song ho, is ho, that ho, your gay, boat. but I feel like everyone else gets a double gay you, and I get nothing. You couldn't hear because I build up. So when you start, I go. I don't Actually, do you it. you didn't have the microphone up when he My was Thanksgiving started. was fine. <laughs> Thanksgiving was fun. Wait, what I was like, what one sentence or less? What did you do? Friendsgiving b- miso ginger soup. Uh, made my mom do a flaming Dr. Pepper shot. I learned that my one year old niece does not like people's hats. <laughs> I was on a farm. <laughs> uh, 16 person Thanksgiving at a friend's Orgy. house with Jackbox. Lots and lots of Jackbox. Yeah, Jackbox. Um, so since we missed last week, we missed a lot of content. Oh. And you, the listeners. Mostly you, the listeners. I didn't miss you that much. Uh, <laughs> there was, uh, over the last two weeks, there was a, one issue of each of the Dawn of X books came out. So there's a ton we got to go Ooh, through. Girl. So. Here's what I'm going to suggest we do. Okay. We treat this as one big book, which is what I think Hickman is envisioning anyway. So I'm going to do a quick recap of where we are with the Dawn of X books before last week. And then do like quick little like snippets of the books that came out last week and this week. Sounds All good. All in. Previously. So previous. On X-Men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Professor X was killed by anti-mutant radicals. Do you don't, don't do that. This is my normal voice, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> Where is she? Um, so Professor X was killed by anti-mutant radicals. Uh, the new mutants are stuck in Shi'ar space. Oh, no. Psylocke, uh, which is really Qu- Quanon. Quanon? Quanon? Quanon. Asked X-23 and Q-anon? Cable. Quanon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. It all um, together. So Psylocke asks uh, uh, X-23 and Cable to assemble a, a team of mutants to take on a goth. Um, it's a poth. Agoth or Apoth? It's an Apoth? Yeah. Oh, no, it's a no, goth. No, it's just a goth, yeah. A goth. <laughs> he shops at Hot Topic. <laughs> They're tough. Yeah, listens to Panic at the Disco. Has to c- constantly put his hair out of his eyes. <laughs> a head flip. You have a good hair flip, Clark. <laughs> right now? Yeah. yeah. It's going this way. To do it that way. There you go. All right. All right. Cool. So uh, Krakoa and, and Arako rejoin. Uh, Betsy, Gambit, and Jubilee get transported to Otherworld along with uh, Shogo. And Kate becomes the Hellfire Trading Company's Red Queen, bitch. Mm-hmm. So um, last week we had uh, New Mutants number two, X-Force number two, and Fallen Angel number two. And Ryan Kroll, do you want to talk a little bit about what each of those books had? Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, let's just go through them in the order that we're supposed to read them. So yeah. I'll, I'll recap New Mutants. So New Mutants 2 came out. Um, basically, they're still stuck in space, as you said, and they're uh, on trial with probably one of the worst space lawyers ever. Yeah. And then um, they get magically reunited with Cannonball and Smasher. And then we find out that Deathbird is around and she is going to advise Xandra on how to do with the Shi'ar Empire since these galactic... Um, I, the what titan, are they called? The, the titans? titans? Yeah. yeah. Um, they're actually going to be... Done, 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 done. Not yet, not yet. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so uh, it, was a, it was a good issue. I, th- I thought it was a lot of character development. 
Um, uh, it was mainly a Sunspot issue, but I still liked it a lot. Uh, well, Sunspot is one of my favorite characters, and I love the way the Hickman writes him. He uh, like he's oh, he's li- amazing, yeah. He's a little bit of a, like, kind of a D-bag, but a lovable D-bag. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he means well, but he's a douche. Yeah, and I like that uh, uh, Hickman is building on previous continuity, because uh, uh, Xandra was just introduced in Mr. Yeah. Mrs. X, yeah. like, uh, several months ago. And then he's bringing in the Titans from, I think, the fourth or fifth issues of uh, Powers of Ten, mm-hmm. but the collective, like, world minds that come to consume, like, biomass forms, like humans and the Shi'ar and other life forms like that. Yeah. I think it's, it's really I think it's really neat. It's probably one of my favorite of the uh, it was, Dawn of X. So, as a person who complained about the first issue, I am now a convert. I really enjoyed the Good. second issue. So, you um, were uh, dead set that it was terrible on one issue, and yep. now you're I was not it. dead set. Yes. I didn't like the issue. You said to me. I think the chemistry was you better. Said you it, said you didn't know the characters enough. Yeah, and now I do. After two issues, <laughs> I'm fully in love with all of the characters. They all make sense, and I hear their voices. We accept your apology. One of my um, favorite panels is when they all go to hug Sam. <gasps> and then you had Mondo and Chamber just yes. kind of like looking like Cause they're he's from, not our friend. They're, yeah, they barely you know. They're from Generation X. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. It was great. Um, it was a great little Clark, moment. I'd like you to have a little corner and talk yeah, about it's very our important. space So lawyer. our space lawyer um, was originally, he was one issue of uh, Ewing's run of Rocket Raccoon, like a miniseries. Ah, he's oh. an echomelian, which is like a chameleon that is ability to have echo senses so he could read heartbeats and stuff. His name is, um, let's see. Oh, shoot. Isn't like Black Blurdock? His name Blurdock. is Murd Blurdock. That's yes. it. <laughs> He's the best defense lawyer in any other system. And he has eyeballs, which the Echomelians do not because he it was, he's literally the opposite of De- uh, Daredevil. That's where funny. yeah he went he had some incident and now he has eyeballs and everyone's horrified by it but he's a good <laughs> lawyer because of it. That's so funny. He is quote it's so literally the worst lawyer yeah. money can buy. <laughs> yeah. So so the, that one issue this is the last part of it. Uh, Froggy Nelson is the name of his uh, oh, other great. employee. Oh, really? And Excellent. and he's like the only reason that he's going to be a bad lawyer is if he suddenly runs away because you know he's he's really da- uh, that version of Daredevil. <laughs> And the panel is Murd looking away and some sort of version, Echomelian version of Electra is there. And she has a <laughs> thing that just uh, like a little p- paper that just says, come fight ninjas. Oh and God. then he runs away. It's what a so fun backstory. Uh, Thank yeah. you. Very important. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I, I love all it. about space lawyers. I'm a huge fan. They call it space lawyers. Even though they're all in space, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't help but think, but the chicken lawyer from Futurama. Yeah. Yes. I'm just a simple hop of space chicken. Yeah. It also makes me think of Rick and Morty when it's the car battery episode and they have to go inside, and uh, Rick says to Morty, "You can't just add like a weird word to like an existing word and make make something. <laughs> yeah. Now we got to go into the micro battery now." <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> or a quantum battery or whatever. Super fun issue. And um, Smasher is the best. And, I, I, yes, I like she's her. Great. Smasher. Yeah. She is truly. She's anything else that stands issue. out other uh, than Deathbird's Oh, Deathbird's amazing. I, no, love, her. I love that they're picking up the thread of Xandra from mm-hmm. the Rogan uh, Gambit miniseries. And yeah. Can be a main figure because she is should rule. It makes yeah. so much sense. Uh, Absolutely, Sunspot is a tool, but I would sleep with him. Oh, no, totally. I love with his Sunspot. face with that face. I mean, with that mug, this face? with that mug. Oh, come on, Moma, get it. <laughs> See, I don't think he's a tool. I really liked what Ewing did with him. In... You're just attracted to him. Shut no, up. No, I like him. He's no, interesting. He's a good guy. Come on, yeah, he yeah. is he's, a good he's guy. He's really fun to go out and party with. Yeah, I'm no, sure. certainly. <laughs> 
Um, okay. Let, um, so next in the reading order uh, is actually X-Force number two. Mm-hmm. Adam, do you want to tackle that? Uh, sure. So what happens in X-Force number two is that there is a funeral for Professor X, uh, Magneto giving the eulogy. Jean Grey and Beast set to bring back the Professor through a resurrection process that we know has been kind of built up even since, uh, I think, the House of X and Powers of Ten right. series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but never done outside right of they've never tested X. it but i like that they foreshadowed the build-up that like this was a way to bring him back right. um cecilia reyes uh does an autopsy on the assassins we know that it's domino skin because that was obviously a build-up from the um first issue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh she did read the mind of gene read the mind of the surviving assassin um yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wolverine is teamed up with Quentin Quire, who's now finally added to the team, uh, and find obviously Domino, who's literally just fucking missing half of her skin. Oh my gosh, um, which is a lot. Is she is she re- regenerative? Like she doesn't. Yeah, she can't really regenerate her skin, can she? That's not her power. Her powers are luck power. But that's what I mean. They're little. Like I mean, something's gonna happen where I think Domino's gonna have to die so they can resurrect her with her skin. Well, intact. Wolverine even said that in the issue where he goes, if she did die resurrect her immediately so we can figure out what she remembers right which is such a weird world that they live in now it's like so crazy i love it but how can you remember someone so you resurrect the person who was downloaded before you can't have their memories after well no he he does uh updates constantly so he he had he's dead though well don't don't they update you on krakoa yeah. No. 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 Can you do it no. No. Anywhere? No. He does a mind scan. He does a mind scan uh, through Cerebro. That's uh, what he's doing. Cerebro. Okay. So like he's. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That works. So they yep. could be anywhere. I like it. So, but it seems like the uh, Phineas Hook is an alias, but it's the main villain, I would assume, in this case, and we don't know who that is. Yeah. The basically, uh, they were laying a uh, laying a trap for Domino, right? To, so they could go and do this. Obviously, his parents hated him. Because they named Toads. him Phineas. Yeah. So. And for, it's uh he's all grown up and Ferb is out to get him <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> um what's weird to me about this is that you think they would have chosen a mutant who did have regenerating skin because sooner or later they're gonna run out of skin samples. But they need luck and they're gonna just <laughs> nail the mark to <laughs> well, well, That's how they in got a, in. In a future solicit it says like Domino's luck has changed, so she's got actually got like Bad luck powers in oh. the future. So something happens. Ooh, like maybe she was hanging skin. out with Black Cat and then, you know, she got bad luck from as a result. I of was that. thinking more of a bad resurrection. So one of the resurrections goes back. It's bad. like a bad romance. Yeah. Okay. In, Whoa. Well. In Peter David's run of X Factor, it wasn't Domino, but it was Longshot and Black Cat. That's and right. Their inverse power caused them to constantly slam into each other and they were just, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, just doing so poorly. It was a great, those are, those are some great moments. The most fine. interesting thing about X Force is of all the books it's the one where the team hasn't come together yet like mm-hmm. they're building up to like we need like a cia type uh entity with for krakoa well, well this, ra- this like writer said, too. this a little bit, writer yeah. said it's not going to be like that so it's going to be just every ep- like issue is going to be a little bit different yeah. so it's yeah. not going to be a formal team like the other ones yeah i kind of like that yeah i'm like digging it a lot sense. i like it i think it's serious i get i like again like i talked about with the first issue i like that it's a team that isn't coming together and it doesn't it's more about the narrative which i think does lose some character development but the storyline's really interesting like yeah. i think it's like a mystery which it's is kind of cool conceptually it's probably my favorite of the books yeah. it's not really? my favorite period but conceptually yeah it is. okay yeah uh brent do you want to talk about fallen angels number two 
Not really. <laughs> it's, let's I do a short really, recap. I got annoyed by it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what happened? She was a butterfly in her head. And um, so, so I can help out if like, you want. Everyone, yeah. everyone, no, because, okay, here's what I really hated about it. Everyone was like, it, the story was written to ex- talk about trust and anger and learning how to interact with people who have experienced trauma. And totally. the way that they decided to do that was use the words trauma and anger and trust a lot. Nothing happened. Okay. I mean, you're right. Um, she had to talk with Cable. She had to talk with X-23. They and said she had to talk with Mr. Sinister. Mr. Sinister. Mm-hmm. I do like their and then they went And then they went on a mission that they said they weren't going to go on. So, I mean, you're right. A lot didn't happen. Uh, there were two uh, big sci-fi references. One was the... Um, the War of the Worlds with those giant tripods yeah. that have to In you know Brazil. guard children, and then the other one was uh, Carousel, uh, which is the a fancy uh, way of saying Carousel. Uh, <laughs> no, it's from uh, Logan's Run. From Logan's Run, it's the oh, area where um, everyone goes to celebrate someone passing on into a better life, but in reality, they're dooming themselves and it's a kind of I love that excuse me it's a commentary on the the fact the idea that there are a bunch of people who really love and believe in something and that thing is actually terrible for them I love that Logan's Run is the original OK Boomer movie because nobody over 30 is allowed to live Mm -hmm. yeah Um, is that why everyone's so anti that because they're worried that all the millennials are going to turn like the world into Logan's Run that's exactly (laughs) it (laughs) so um, the very last panel um Spoilers for the Mandalorian, but there's a lot of similarities for that last visual oh, yeah. as the Mandalorian. With I the, think it the AT-AT. with the ATAT yeah. visual. Yeah, it's, it's literally just like, what am I gonna do with this giant? It's not. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, but not a lot happens in the issue. I don't it's, think this is spoiler at all for a, a thing very, that's completely unrelated. It was definitely <laughs> a very fast issue. I still, I like this more than I think everyone else does. But I agree that it's it's, it's the weakest. It's going to run out books. big time if it doesn't get another. If it doesn't yeah. have like a good movement in the third. I think issue. this is a six issue miniseries that they yeah. haven't called a miniseries, and we'll get into what we think it yeah. might turn into. Well, I feel like I don't care about um, Quantum. hot topic sad boy. Oh, cable. No, I was a goth. Oh, I don't <laughs> don't give three shits about it. It's just boring. I don't care. It's not an interesting villain. All the other villains that they're introducing that are all strange in every other issue are much more interesting. I agree with that. The only thing I really conceptually I love about the book, besides uh, the Mister Sinister inclusion, who is one of the best characters ever, is uh, is the fact that um, they're in paradise and they are restless. Yeah, and I love that idea of like. The war is over, and what happens to the warriors? Wait, wait, wait. Let's back it up. Dazzler was there, y'all. Uh, <laughs> you know what? This issue was perfect. She's like, could you just have fun? Because that's how Dazzler thinks. Mm-hmm. She's I, like, I can't handle it if you're not having fun. She's <laughs> like, you could just dance. Now I get why you love her so much. Because she just wants but, someone to dance. But kind of, she fit that same mold. She was very restless that other people weren't behaving the yeah. way she wanted them to behave. Yeah. Wow, what a control freak she is. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move to this week's books. Yeah. Uh, I can do X-Men number three very quickly. <laughs> the X-Men Give fight it. the Golden Girls. Yes. Thank you for being a friend. Uh, I yeah. loved it. it was so I good. just think you're it's okay. Great. Um, huh. So, uh, talk a little bit about the issue, though, a little bit more. So, um, it 
they uh this group of octogenarians basically it's four women that's literally blanche dorothy rose and sophia uh they come in uh, to the savage land uh where which is an extension of krakoa Mm -hmm. with all the gates and they're trying to collect the uh the flora that uh that uh krakoa has uh, because they are like psycho environmentalists, basically, and they're so pissed at Krakoa. They're pissed at they're pissed at like uh, Krakoa and the mutants for upending what their plans are supposed to be, plan. which is to potentially kill everyone on Earth with horticulture. With horticulture. <laughs> and I love horticulture, horticulture. with a yeah. W. Yeah. Sebastian was just like horticulture, just called them all. <laughs> I love Sebastian so bad. I know. What glad he had two issues this week. Yeah. He's such a, he, I think he's the Xbox bitch boy. He is a fuck boy. He's <laughs> such a fuck boy. Um, uh, there was a great interaction early on uh, between Gene and Emma. Emma, mm-hmm. about the shoes and yes. the drinks. Exactly. I yeah. didn't think it was that exciting. Okay. I wanted it to be rougher. And also, I don't what know do why Emma's talking about her shoes being too small. Jeans isn't what, isn't that it, something that seems like women cheap, yeah. in like that kind of world would want? It was a cheap dig that it was like women of the big feet. I mean, feet I, yeah, attractive. I was gonna say, dude, yeah. they want some huge feet. No, she in this said world? these shoes are Emma, two sizes too small. Emma is a woman that That's what I'm saying. would make fun That's what I'm of saying. someone Emma's for talking about her having big feet. big feet. Just anything she's going for for Jean. Yeah. Come on. Gene is a rival slash lover. Oh, yeah. No, a couple. I mean, actually, I actually really like that. It's actually a reverse disc because it's like these are women of power, not women of like design, like look. Totally. And so it's actually a really good insult because it's like you're my sh- like they're too small for you or like there's too whatever. You know, yeah. I think they're flipping it. What, so that shoes, it shoes I think to they're fill, flipping, big shoes to yeah, fill they're kind fi- of thing. They're flipping it so it's not misogynistic, essentially. Yeah. It's super misogynistic. But Gene did yeah. flip the script by saying, <laughs> you're the one who usually- Women being sassy together or you're bitches the, to each other? Gene is the one who said, you're the one who usually borrows things, yeah. which I think is Honey, a great comeback. Good, yeah. um, I love their interaction. I think Hickman writes Emma- Certainly. The best. The artwork was beautiful as fuck. I absolutely yeah. love. I think Len Francis Yu uh, <laughs> is just getting better with every <laughs> issue. He's getting just, more and more European. Her teeth yeah. are missing. It's just uh, he is very harsh on these horticulture related ladies, though. Look at these harsh lines. He's like, "You're above fifty. I'm gonna give you lines for days." <laughs> They're all over fifty-one your face. years old. <laughs> One of them was like eighty-one. That is yeah. weird so, when you watch yeah. the Golden Girls and they're like, "Someone's fifty-seven years old," and oh, you're like, God. "That is." younger than my mother god yeah that is insane actually Um, yeah it's i think it's absolutely incredible too to have them play on this thing where it's like that one of the women like was like oh my hip and they're like oh i'm sorry are you okay (laughs) it's just such an an interesting group of characters and like it's just a interesting story it feels like very much like an indie comic which i appreciate yeah one one thing that i think was a huge reveal uh it was a kind of a, a lackluster issue not a lot happened except introducing these villains but the fact that krakoa actually feeds upon like, oh, yes. mutants and it needs at least with celine and uh empath yeah it's it's great well they can actually monitor it because yeah. they know how it works but like krakoa needs mutants so like that's part of the regenerative life. I mean, they crazy. can just resurrect him again and then well, no, but they redo. Said they, well, I know, they and then take two. Yeah, but I think the splitting Still, it up Still, it's interesting. It's it obviously going to be coming into play later. Yeah. I had a problem with this issue because I think this his Hickman's run so far has been doing the burying your gaze thing. Mm. Like Anol, anal, of course, anal. Yeah. Anal dies in this one. 
And he doesn't it, die. He just gets in green. Yeah, they got glued. Yeah, but they are turning into. They're like. Did you see the the thing where they were underground, like becoming the plants? What? Yeah, no, no, but it, no, that was just the scientists that got turned into plants because they were terrible people. This. Yeah, but I think they're all, dealing with that as well because. I don't think everyone becomes frozen objects later. I don't think the goo monsters. They're no become, longer speaking. Well. Well, just the Maybe same. Maybe they're mad. Just the same. They're, they're still. Speaking terms. <laughs> we've we've got Richter. We're going to talk about Richter in the next one. Who has yes, his will. powers are non-functional, and now we've got Anal, who's <laughs> now being like totally turned into like a frozen object. I Thank just, you for I saying just think that correctly. By the way, they're, yeah, I don't think they're servicing the gays very well. <laughs> well <in this. laughs> okay, so you do have a good point because they they brought up North Star and they're like off screen. They're like, oh, yeah. and North Star flew over and yeah. saw something. And you're then like, with Richter, they're talking about he doesn't have anyone. Okay. And you're like, okay, so Shadowstar is somewhere. Yes. They're just he really the not funer- doing... He was in the funeral scene in X-Force number two. Yes, yeah, yes, But yeah. they're just so... He doesn't have anyone. They're just... I don't think they're doing He's a, a good job f- with it. And I'm kind of do you think grossed John out by hates it. hates gay people? No. He, no, because he, he introduced... Tong, I believe, from from an FF, one of the Moloids, they made her a made yeah made her a transgender character. And also, we have Bobby, Bobby Drake, Iceman. Oh, He's Bobby a very did make out with somebody in Marauders. Let's talk about Marauders in Type A. Type A. Uh, let's talk about Marauders. <laughs> enough about you. What's going Apparently, on? I don't know what I did that. That was weird. Uh, so Marauders number three, uh, we see Shinobi Shaw's back, and he doesn't have that weird hand thing through his head. Remember that awful issue of Uncanny that yeah. uh, Rosenberg uh, wrote? Yeah. What? Where everyone's at different weird <laughs> angles. <laughs> I was like, this... Why? how does no one lands like that? <laughs> yeah. So Shinobi gets resurrected uh, by, uh, gets resurrected, and it's clearly like before Professor X dies and before uh, Emma makes uh, Kate the uh, Red Monarch because uh, Sebastian wants Shinobi to be uh, like allied with him on the Hellfire Trading Company and part, and part of his uh, part of the uh, Quiet Council. Clearly, we know that doesn't happen. Uh, so he ends up making Sebastian his Black Bishop. Uh, weirdly enough, Lucas Bishop is not the Black Bishop. Um, <laughs> Jesus. But, Yikes. But uh, Kate's trying to make him be the, his her Red Bishop. Right. And she's like, if your name's already there. And he's like, no. The it's texting great. is yeah. Very yeah. The texting was awesome. Come uh, on, bishy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you son of a bish. <laughs> um, and uh, Sebastian tells uh, Shinobi that both Emma and Kate conspired to have him killed. So that's he's creating friction already. I don't know if they conspired. I think they just had him killed. Oh well, he's a conspire actually in there. Yeah. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Wait, how Kitty, did he get Kitty wasn't like the first time again. He's Sub- gotten murdered a few times. I yeah. don't know. I can't keep up. Do you think that Hickman just created this entire story to be able to resurrect every X-Man totally. he's ever hated in, or every mutant he's ever hated so that he could figure out the way he wanted to kill, kill them? Him. Yes. A thousand Give me the power to bring them back, and then I'm going to fucking shove them through an electrical wire. Is Hickman God? Mm-hmm. In this it is a really, well, he's just a Sims player. Um, it is a really interesting take on this because, like, I think it's such a smart like nod to the reader that it's like you already knew everybody's going to come back anyway on an ongoing. Basis, I thought it was so. a cool issue. Though. I loved it. it. Yeah. Uh, um, we'd be remiss to also not mention um, Pyro shortly after he got resurrected. Oh my god, was. <laughs> the craziest character I've ever seen. Just like drooling. Hey, man. Just like so insane. weird. He got into Wolverine's staff. I don't know what that means, really. But well, uh, of liquor. Yeah. yeah, but 
Like, yeah, yeah, he got also, drunk. You were just like sitting on a also, wheelchair. Also, no, wheel to be marijuana. Yeah. Have you seen our friend Jay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the last issue uh, of the last couple of weeks is Excalibur number three. Ryan, you want to take us away? Oh my God! Never make me do this one. This take I us ne- away. Ryan. I never understand the plot of Excalibur, but I'll go at it. Yeah, <laughs> Capra and Gambit, Jubilee and Dragon Shogo are in other world and they have sort of, sort of like a medieval fight in the castle yeah. and then they retreat um apocalypse finds richter <laughs> who apparently can't actually uh, walk on the ground because he's having some problems with his powers gayness uh, yeah it must be gay <laughs> if it's under hickman oh it's not um he so basically he's uh, afraid to step on the island because his powers could potentially like destroy it, he thinks. Yeah. And then at the very end, just to kind of give a, qu- a quick recap, uh, Pete Wisdom shows up. Yeah. I love Pete that? Wisdom. Who, who is that? Pete Wisdom was a character when Warren Ellis was writing Excalibur in the 90s. He ended up becoming, he was almost like a John Constantine yeah, type. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He looked like it. And uh, he and Kitty had a thing. Yeah. Because Kitty dates every Pete. And, and then he had an amazing miniseries. Cornell, is that Paul a, yeah. Cornell wrote yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and then he Phenomenal. was part of MI13. That uh, that was a ama- Captain Britain in MI13, and I fucking love him. He's a big part of the UK Excalibur. Yeah, okay. just like so when we had to... that infographic on that page right beforehand, where they went to and talked about MI3 or 13, excuse me, and yes. black and black air. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which is, which is a part weird. Of... That's one they really just pulled out in three issues out of, of it ever air. existing. Yeah, well, black air they had it back way back when yeah, when they first started saying yeah. literally three issues of it ever. Um, so I like this issue more than the first two, uh, mostly because like Richter is introduced and I love him. I love yeah. Pete Wisdom, even though he's a, a, just in one panel, yeah. and even like the other world stuff like worked for me mostly because of Dragon Shogo. Yeah, Dragon His, Shogo was cute. I just I, like I, him I way more now. I did not like anything Otherworld at all. Richter's power problems was that. Uh, Previously that established thing, yeah, no, not really. Although no, he did have issues at first when he lost his powers and gained his powers back in, in Peter X-Factor? David's X Factor yeah. run. Yeah, I was oh, like, after M Day. Yeah, yeah. Dude, what if he just put on some shoes? Because then he walk out there barefoot. It's like, a good idea. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why don't you put on some pants instead of shorts? Wow. So the last time we saw Richter was the New Mutants miniseries that Wait, Rosenberg ran. Can we talk run. about this? Maybe what? you should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> instead of shorts. Well, the last time we saw Richter was the New Mutants miniseries, right? Um, the one that Rosenberg wrote before his Uncanny Run. We saw him in Shatterstar. Yeah. Well, the, the Shatterstar yeah. miniseries as well. But weren't they were broken up, I want to say, or were they Yeah. Di- yeah. yeah. And... Like, he didn't have... His powers weren't going haywire in those miniseries, I don't think. No. Okay. No, he was pretty in control. He was mm-hmm. running a bar. There were two snakes <laughs> that were being bitches to him. Oh, that's right. <laughs> in the New Mutants miniseries. That, the the Doctor Strange snakes. snakes, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, I cool. I don't uh, know how I feel about this team. I don't at all. It's, the dialogue, Excalibur, to me, is the weakest one. Gambit same. is an embarrassment in terms of his voice. The, the dialogue seems off, doesn't it? Oh, a little certainly. bit. Well, at one yeah. point, like, they go like, baby, oh, that's my baby. Don't do anything <laughs> to my baby. And you're like, what is happening? <laughs> Maybe and the she, dingo ate your baby. And she was like, no, I will never let. It. And then she's like, okay, I trust you. And you're like, what? what is happening here? I, I don't know. I love that. It seems scatterbrained. They're mad at Gambit. They're like, "Well, at least she's frozen and stuff. Like, no, no. she's not a not a dragon or turned into an evil thing." And it, you're like, "No, this woman is frozen. <laughs> like, it, it's not great." 
it made no sense. They because keep playing they that said, off. That weird, yeah, her, Rogue's whole thing. They like really don't give a shit about Rogue care. and Gambit. It's very odd. They said she is a mutant, so she will be fine, even though she's catatonic and these other people walk <laughs> around. All right, it makes quickly, no sense. Name your favorite Dawn of X book right now. New Mutants, Marauders. None of your business. Uh, oh, that's Phase Two, actually. X Force. I just. What did I just say? None What's of, yours? Uh, I would have to say X Men. All right. Wait, did we all do a different one? Yeah, I think so. that's great. That. Yeah. Don't take Excalibur, Brent. He'll say Fallen Angels. <laughs> I said it's none of your fucking business. He's writing his because he didn't read. Them, He's writing. His <laughs> yeah. Are you in the next phase? Are you a writer on the next phase? So, just answer. I can't fucking answer. Stop <laughs> bothering me about it. <laughs> Brent can't write. That's X classified. Kaylin, do you want to talk well, about? Yeah, exactly. Neither can Guggenheim. Well, way Ooh. to ruin my intro. <laughs> I was trying to do it <laughs> as well. Thank you, Clark. Yeah. So X classified. Kaylin actually also did. Yeah. <laughs> X classified um, is going to be a phase two book. Uh, they haven't named it, but they, we have seen some of the team members revealed, including Havoc, yes. Psylocke, uh-huh. Nanny for weird. some reason, and Orphan Maker. Ew. Also weird. Uh, and then we're speculating that some of the other characters will be Mr. Sinister, possibly Feral, possibly Vulcan, possibly Maggot. Have I left anybody off? No. Uh, Vulcan. Who the fuck I are Nanny Vulcan. and oh, Orphan Maker? They, <laughs> Nanny's amazing. Nanny, it's they, the they would hunt design. mutant children way back when. Like It was like in the old X-Factor This is like days. in the 90s. That sounds, 80s and 90s, it does sound yeah. familiar. When, when Storm became a child, they were trying to steal her. Yeah, they were. That's right. And Gambit and saved her. I just her. love that she looks like a fucking egg. <laughs> and they gave her lips on the cover. Yeah. Did you notice that? It this was so is weird. Amazing. I'm so excited I for it. I shrieked when I first saw it. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it looks like it'll probably be a continuation of Fallen Angels, which I think will be a miniseries because I, I think the same writer, Brian Hill, uh, is going to be writing this book as well. Probably. Which yeah. is why Psylocke's in it. Um, they haven't named it, but my guess is this book will be called Exterminators. And that Ooh. was a name of an X book in the 80s. It was a spinoff of New Mutants and X Factor. Uh, and it was during the Inferno uh, storyline. So the Executioners? Uh, it could be Executioners. Okay, yeah. But I, I think Hickman likes going back to um, teams that uh, were named back in the 80s or 90s and then reusing those. Like Fallen Angels was, yeah, a, was totally. a spinoff book. Uh-huh. Marauders, what they were the name of the bad guys that Mister Sinister controlled yeah. during the mutant massacre, um, and so I think it would fit within the uh, within like sort of the themes that Hickman is trying to do. These also are probably things that Marvel wants their in, a, like the, the intellectual property exactly to not lapse into copy uh, remove mm, copyright. Totally, yeah. yeah, like they've been doing since it's like the 80th anniversary. They've been doing like crazy and like all these really bizarre ones, like <laughs> crazy S- Sammy Seal or some fucking name. Like they've been literally doing the most random shit just so they can't lose any of their yeah. IP. Yeah, that's why we have so many Howard the Duck comic books or like comics that only last like six or seven issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that'll be a phase two book. Uh, they'll reveal more of the characters soon as well as the name. Hey, Brent, do you want to talk to us about the Black Widow trailer? Well, we uh, get to see some... What point in time is Black Widow? In the past. Doesn't matter. She's got a family. And <laughs> she has some sisters <laughs> and a dad who all have different Russian accents. Yes. All of them are superheroes, apparently. And what <laughs> Natasha has to do is deal with the past. <laughs> That's it. That's a pretty good summary some, of that trailer. Oh, also, they, uh, they try to throw in some uh, fat jokes. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's to, great. To be like Chris Pratt uh, kind of fat jokes in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy about some character gaining weight. When yeah, he's still like ripped as fuck. How things are they going to do he's in not, this like, ripped, series? But he's like bear daddy hot. Yeah. You're David, turned David, on. I'm so turned on. When he David, like shows David Harbour his arm, is like is I fucking just like bear. my heart was palpitating. He yeah. is just bear. I was like, I want to fuck that guy. Uh, mm. I do love that they gave him the full on like Red Guardian costume, yeah. which I did yeah. not Certainly. expect. Yeah. Uh, it looks great. It looks really cool. Um, we see uh, uh, Taskmaster for the yep. first time. Looks David Harbour is dating uh, stupid, Lily yeah. Allen now. Who? What? Say that again. What? David Harbour is dating Lily Allen now, no. which is the most bizarre couple that I've ever heard a of in my life. And Alfie Allen, her brother, Wait, played Wait, which uh, one was Theon. supposed to be Taskmaster? The guy in all black. The, the, the one with the fucking arrow? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. That's yeah, terrible. It. It's so bizarre. So I'm really glad this movie's being made. It's uh, long overdue that there is a female lead yep. for a Marvel film. <laughs> Nevertheless. Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Um, sure. Uh, yeah, it's but long like a, overdue for what? Black Widow. It's long overdue but for it's Black Widow. Six, yeah. Um, this movie would have I would have been so much more excited if it had come out like in 2014. Yeah. Because uh, now I'm just like, eh, okay. I do well, think it looks like very. It does look a lot more exciting than I thought it would. Like I think it looks like it's going to be a solid like spy thriller. I think Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova is going to be Pugh. Um, I thought she like I thought oh, the their, Pew Trust. I think their whole interaction was good. Like that scene is obviously. I'm a little bit worried that they're showing like some of the best scenes, but I'm like I liked that sort of fight. It gave me a lot of Killing Eve vibes, but obviously mm, they could totally, both kick each other's yeah. asses. And like I liked that the fighting was going to be like dirty. Like she fucking threw her into that door, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like they're doing some like interesting stuff. Some of the action sequences look great. I agree that probably from a fuller storyline, we're not going to get a whole lot. But it it gave me like a good uh, probably Winter Soldier vibe where it was like a little bit more thoughtful and low key spy thriller than it was a Marvel movie. And Winter Soldier is my favorite yeah. of the MCU films still to this day. Um, and so I wish it had just <laughs> it, it oh, no, come it out right, of course. right, oh, right around God, Yeah, of course. So. It's a, well, it feels like they're going to. They're introducing these characters because they will all be utilized Use later. Them. Obviously, they're going to like she's going to be Yelena. Spoilers: Black Widow dies. Um, uh, so she's going to become the new Black Widow yeah, and t- take over the mantle. Avengers Quest for the Resurrection. No, stuff. it'll be she'll be in like Thunderbolts or something like yeah. that. Ooh. Did uh, uh, I really want Ursa Major to show up? That'd be great. Like Who's an that? actual oh, bear, bear man. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I mean, they're over there. Why not? Yeah. yeah. And Red Vanguard. Guardian here in the Van- Vanguard. Yeah. With the hammer and the sickle. Yep. Yeah. And Darkstar. And Darkstar. I love Darkstar. Cool. Winter. I mean, it looks but they're cool. all. Those are mutants. So Winter they won't Soldier bring being in it is just a rumor. Like it's not going to happen, right? What, or, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Wait, what? Was nah. it because originally there was like all these rumors that he would also be involved? In no. It would make sense. Only him and Falcon are going to be in their own series. But remember, Tony Stark's supposed to make a cameo. Right. Mm. Oh, who cares? He is Taskmaster. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd give him the full skull and like the like, yeah, cloak like with what the, the fuck? and like a fucking sword. They like, made him he's look such like an interesting crossbones. character. He looks like boring as shit. Yeah, it is that. I literally didn't even. I like knew that had to be somebody. He I didn't realize like it was Taskmaster. Night Monkey from Spider Man: Far From Home. Which so. is weird because I thought I saw like promotional art of Taskmaster, and I was like, that looks like Taskmaster. But what they have you, on screen, you is just not saw it. a photo someone took from the back. So uh, maybe his the backside of the costume looks amazing. Maybe it was no, but like give him a fucking cape, like at yeah. least. Marvel does poor jobs with one and done villains. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's true. Do you guys want to talk? Uh, de- deforms them to the point where they're not interesting. Yep. Would you guys like to talk about Watchmen? 
immensely uh, because we were off last week we didn't talk about episode six uh this extraordinary being so we're going to talk about that and this week's episode episode seven an almost religious awe uh the two episodes kind of work well together because uh, it's Big reveals it's angela's mm-hmm. experience uh taking her father's nostalgia her grandfather's nostalgia and then kind of the consequences of that so in episode six angela is fully immersed in her grandfather's life as a 1940s New York police officer where everything is so racist that even the show is in black and white. Mm-hmm. We see, <laughs> we see a T a uh, kind of, we learn of a white supremacist uh, shadow organization called Cyclops, which did a, an amazing job of incorporating the okay sign that's yeah. often used uh, by, by racists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we learn perhaps the entire reason of the show uh, the origin of Hooded Justice being Will Reeves, Angela's grandfather. So bonus points to anyone who predicted predicted that. Oh, wait, who? I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I did like crazy yeah, because of the very did. first episode, the very first fucking moment. Yeah. It, I love the show, but I hate it. <laughs> because I he is incapable, Lindelof is incapable of having an illusion that isn't it is not un- connected at all there's not gonna be some random cartoon like scooby-doo or something that has no connection to it it's always something that is so on the po- nose that you know it's going to be so important later i agree and it's so annoying w- fuck you lindelof so in episode <laughs> seven angela uh reenacts misery with lady true as our kathy bates i love lady true. Uh, <laughs> lady true is amazing laurie so falls into a trap door because cartoonish gags still have a place in this world and we learned that the 7th Cavalry, possibly an extension of, but almost certainly related to Cyclops, plans to capture, kill, and then become Dr. Manhattan. Lady True plans to stop them with some fresh millennium clock action. And, and oh, of course, the biggest reveal of all that Clark saw coming from a mile yeah. away. <laughs> Cal Avar is Dr. Manhattan. Did you see Cal coming Here's from a mile away? Here's the problem. Um, Pedipedia. Yeah. The fifth one they show, they yeah. show the um, the dildo they had, like the one Excalibur. that they found. Its name is Excalibur, yeah. and the fucking character oh. is named Cal Abar. Yeah. yeah, like it's embarrassing and it pissed me off so hard. Like literally, I the reason I don't love this show and I love it is that they do this stuff. They like feed it into the point, and like PDPD was awful because it ruined the entire thing for me. Like I am not excited with the show because. They, then, then maybe I, stop I, reading I, all I, the other content. Bitch. No, no. The only content that I've read was that one issue with Pedipedia. Big mistake. You like, clicked like, on the one like, article there. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. the very first moment, as I said, with that movie, they've constantly ruined this show for me Can't, because so the, I there none of the surprises surprises for me except for the elephant. The elephant was a good one. <laughs> that that was weird. all the oh no, and the farting and the pigs. Caleb, do you want to respond to that, and we'll do the big. We'll talk about the big reveals first. So I don't disagree with like how some of the stuff is just sort of hammered home, but even with that, I still love it so much. That's what I'm saying. One of the things that I um, love about what Alan Moore did in the '80s with like Swamp Thing and Miracle Man was he recontextualized everything about those characters and he didn't invalidate anything came before. He just gave us new information. So let's do the big, talk about the big reveal. Which is Hooded Justice. Uh, He isn't white. mm -hmm. He is gay. mm -hmm. And history has interpreted his story very incorrectly. They really heavy handed it. Like he's Mm. gay. He's black. 
he hates you. <laughs> I, I just don't love once again you. as I was talking about he with does. Hickman's run, I think they're not servicing gays well. Why? Like basically gayness is abuse in this world. Yeah. Yeah. And gayness seems to be it, it's abuse all about in power. Hickman's world in a way. But it, I mean, isn't it fair to point out that there are or isn't it I don't know. I think it's interesting to see. Uh, it's interesting TV, to see if there are TV, other aspects that are good about it. A, a TV depiction. I don't think every story needs to be like, here's why being gay is great. Well, here's the problem. As I said, every story we're dealing with right now is the opposite. No, it's like gay being gay is not great. The entire thing that I, I was talking about, the entire the last actually, two things that we're dealing with. Well, no, just, so yeah, just pushing back on that. I don't think that him and Captain Metropolis' relationship was bad because they were gay. It was bad because of the race issue. It ba- it's, doesn't matter. It's bad because... I'm not saying it's bad because they were gay. I'm no. saying the gayness of it is ruined by the fact. I think, to Clark's point to a certain degree, is like we haven't seen a contrast of a healthy gay relationship yeah. in the show. I really haven't seen it in a long time from anything. Well, and, well what about Rubber Man? Maybe he's gay. Hey, what about Oz? He can fit Oz. into anything. <laughs> Did you mention Rubber <laughs> Man? from 20 years ago? <laughs> but then again, I don't think we've seen any healthy heterosexual relationships in the oh, show either. So um, so I'm, I'm willing to give them a little That's bit of a... Uh, a little bit of a... Uh, um, of a uh, a grain of salt in this. What I did love about it and it made me cringe was the uh, the William Reeves like Captain Metropolis scene when he tells uh, uh, William like you have to cover yourself up. Uh, the rest of the team isn't as tolerant as I am. And I'm like, fuck me. I've heard that yeah. so many times. It's like, hey, I'm cool with you, but you know, you got to like tone it down a little bit, whether it's about uh, my gayness, whether it's about my ethnicity, it's all about like trying to fit in. The other thing I really loved was I, I read an interview with the writer of the, that episode, episode six, uh, and they were talking about how they went through the entire graphic novel to make sure that making uh, the uh, Hood of Justice African-American wasn't going to invalidate anything that happened before. And it wasn't except for the one scene when he beats up the comedian when he tries to rape Sally Jupiter yeah. and there, you see the whites around his eyes. So they decide that uh, his wife, William Reeves' wife, says they are not going to accept you unless they think you're one of them, white people. And so she whitens his skin around his eyes so when he puts the hood on that nobody can see, because they'll see around his eyes, nobody can see that he is African-American. It is such... It's so subversive and it's so smart. Yeah, it's great. He's yeah. wearing literally two masks. It's terrible. <laughs> I, the, That's the, awful. One of the issues Three. I didn't like about this episode true, yeah. is his wife is like, no, you should do this, blah, blah, blah. And then like two years later, she's like, you become a monster. And I'm like, bitch, you're the one who like it's literally gave of, him heroin but, and then he became an addict. So like, it's your fault this fucking thing happened. But it's because of the Minutemen. It's she oh, even no. she even said you don't need them, and as soon yeah. as Captain Metropolis came into to the room, she knew one that like clearly they were attracted to each other, but two, this white man was going to use him, and so him becoming a part of that, uh, completely uh, um, uh, uh, not dealing with the reason why he became Hood of Justice in the first place is what drove her away. Well, that's what I'm saying. As I said, she's giving him heroin and then some bad dealers come in and fuck him over more. She's still the one who pushed him to do this. All right, what's And that frustrates me when someone is like mad at a person in lots of different series or or shows and anything entertainment-wise. And then, you know what? It started out as your fault. Like, I'm sorry that you are mad now, but 
take fucking credit for this issue. Well, fuck her, and I hope she dies. Oh, guess uh, what? She oh, did. Oh, in the wow, funniest okay. way ever. So oh. we can get into. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I, we can get into how Angela had the saddest childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Everything she touched died. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but, but I first want to get to the other big reveal. Doctor Manhattan is on Earth. He is in Tulsa. What? And he's here to ruin Ooh. another woman's life. It, he's not in someone's head, at least, right? No, he is. He's specifically inside. What? Yeah, as a donut and then a, a sphere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to watch this the show. The thing I love about it is that it, it, one thing that bothered me was why is all of this happening in Tulsa? Tulsa? And if it's just the narrative of the Tulsa massacre, I find it annoying from the plot. Forced, yeah. Uh, yeah. The fact that he is here and a lot of different groups actually know that, yeah. I feel like uh, retroactively validates a lot of the plot. A thousand percent. The other reason I, I like it, because when they announced that it was going to be about Tulsa, I was like, well, the, f- the book was set in New York for the most part. Why would it? Why would they not have it there again? And then it made sense that people left New York after 11-2. Yeah. And like the... The, the Wade episode, the Looking Glass episode, yeah. where they he was at the focus group of like mm-hmm. trying to do the the ad to bring everybody back to New York. Nobody's coming back. Uh, it's like 9-11 times 100 times 1,000. Um, I did love uh, uh, mirroring the two episodes, episode six and seven. Uh, William Reeves, basically a Superman's origin, which we've talked about before. But Angela Abar has Batman's origin. Yeah. Uh, I fucking love that. And also Sister Knight. Uh, if you read the Pedia, uh, yeah. the nun with a motherfucking gun. The nun with a motherfucking gun. She's basically Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. if you read the Pedipedia stuff from it's this great. week, that's yeah. good. Uh, I'm I not fuck- reading that anymore. Yeah, I can't. Don't, if it's Clark, literally going to ruin me. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's just Pedi talking about uh, about uh, uh, sis- Sister Knight, the nun with a gun. Um, I'm really, really happy that Looking Glass is still alive. Yeah, I know. He just killed those right. bitches in his place, and yeah. he's got one of their masks. I know. So he's infiltrating them. That's gonna be fun. I I'm so excited for them to form a masked superhero team, like mm-hmm. all of them together. Maybe they can be the the Watchmen. <laughs> can I go back to Sister Knight because I do love the two fake. Uh, yeah, lines. give us it. The devil created the problem of evil. Oh my god! God created me to solve it. Ah! And you know why Jesus wants you to turn the other cheek <laughs> so I can punch that one too. <laughs> uh, what a great uh, what a great thing, and it's. Uh, the, the movie came out in 1977, which was the same year as the Keen Act in the Watchmen universe, which uh, outlawed superheroes. So right. I think that's an interesting bit of parallel, uh, 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 parallel whatever. Well, it was like the idea that there was a bunch of black media around superheroes built up in Vietnam was really, really cool. Like, again, such thoughtful world building. So it's like, I think I see your point where it's like, I want to be twisted and turned at every corner. But I also just love, especially after fucking Lost that they are so much more intelligent about, like, mm-hmm. we're going to make it all make sense. And, like, yeah. unfortunately, that might mean you're going to see it coming because it actually all makes sense. You- and so, like, I just, I think the show is so systematically good that, uh, like, yeah, if you got to, like, turn your brain off to be surprised, I was certainly surprised about Manhattan. Although, like, the minute that they revealed that, like, he had amnesia yeah. or, like, they kind of talked about that. I was watching with Andrew, and Andrew was like, that's it. That's the fucking guy. And I totally. was like, oh, god damn it. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, I was just trying to be dumb this whole time. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it was so obvious. Yeah. As as Part of the problem with me is that this is my job. Yes. Like, yeah. literally, when I do dramaturgy research and everything, the first thing I do is go through characters' names and find possible connections with the show. Uh, like, literally, 
Cal Abar, where the fuck's going to be except That's Excalibur? Hilarious. Her name is fucking Angela. Obviously, Sister Knight is going to be attached to that because a fucking angel. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I, yeah. I, so it, it, I don't know. The, it's this Angela Barr, the other sword. Oh, and, and uh, Cal, short for Calvin, means bald. Oh, oh, oh I, yeah. I, well, and I like, actually thought... because oh, those uh, balls are shaped. Yeah, yeah. So, li- bald. <laughs> so literally his head being bald. <laughs> and, that, and, and he's got blue adds, balls. It means yeah. big, giant, giant blue penis. <laughs> uh, Cal as in Cal-L. I thought he yeah. was... Like, uh, uh, that's another yeah. one. He's Superman. Uh, also, they love yeah, throwing Superman Also, uh, I do do think, to your point, it was a little over the head when uh, William Reeves was reading... On the head? Yeah, on the head. Over the head. Over the head. On the nose. On the nose, over the head. Was when, in the sixth episode, William is reading Action Comics number one. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, <laughs> we all made that connection. Yeah, I know. Him being... A I, I said the illusions are apparent. I did not hate that as much because it was important for for um, Will to see that he had a parallel to that story. I thought more on the head uh, was, <laughs> was, was that they spent so much time and it's like it's 30 seconds, but it's enough time of and and one of the Rorschach masks has been taken. Yeah. I'm like, you could have had that be an aside where Petey is looking around and it. in the shot, one person yeah. doesn't. And he goes, it looks like all their, yeah, they all have that, Rorschach That's masks. a good point. Sometimes, to Clark's Linger. point, and I don't want you to talk anymore because I'm I scared of you. I have got something to say. No. Yeah. No. But not they, something big. they don't have to beat you over the head with it but, or but, but, over the, the nose. Head. Stop beating me on the nose yeah. about it. So I was talking about the illusions right when he right before Angela comes in and is looking through the kitchen. He's literally reading fucking for who the bell tolls. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. So he's going to die in a hot second. Can I be very explicitly clear that (laughs) who he tolls? That's what it is. Uh, Gene Smart. Falling through a trap door <laughs> is one of the best moments of television I've seen in like, at least a what decade. Are you, what are you doing? What, I love that. Like, what the fuck are you doing? That was trap great. doors are supposed to work. And, and then it didn't. Even on the fourth one, it was still like, cool. Yeah, it, and it like kind of slams around. Like, like is her leg gonna get crushed in this? That is one of the best scenes I've ever fucking uh, seen. Because she was like, oh, are you gonna? You expected me to like not tell you my story, yeah. and also let me just tell these fucking buttons. Like, yeah, fan. That so that she you had, did not see coming from an actual scene perspective oh that was shocking but the the villain uh wife's turn you were like i saw that oh from that's the, all coming the from the first second one. she walked on the screen i was like you're a villain obviously <laughs> well she's yeah. senator Keene's campaign manager of so of course she's a bad guy yeah um, uh go, what were you gonna say final yeah, go, you final because i'm trying Clark. to <laughs> i just lost what i was gonna say one thing i'll just oh, say uh, one thing i'll say about the again go back to the sixth episode uh the flashback episode the cop that uh puts the badge on william reeves is a real person yes. oh. he was the first african-american cop in new york whoa yeah that's super cool uh, yeah what i was gonna say quickly is that remember episode F- uh, after episode five when we were talking on our our chat and you thought it was really interesting how um, Keen was talking about how they're the buffer. Yeah. Like how the concept between like maybe a slight racism versus like this heavy racism. Right. And then suddenly it's like, nope, immediately let's make it yeah. not as interesting. They're super racist. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. The interestingness of that has gone out the door. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's hard being out here as a white man. Yeah. Might as well try and learn how to be blue. God damn it, you <laughs> motherfucking <laughs> pieces of shit. <laughs> 
That's awful. Disappointing. Skip show. Yeah, honestly. It was the finale of Titan season two this week. And along with episode 12, here were all the major takeaways from the last two episodes. And we'll react in real time. Go. Jericho lives. Deathstroke does not. Gar is a killer. Uh, Donna Troy was killed. Stupid. <laughs> oh my God. I that hated that. So mad. So I we'll almost threw my iPad out the window. So we'll get into it. Yeah, I get punched in the face by Superman's clone, but then I get electrocuted by some tiny little yeah. pylon. Yeah. Which essentially should have been a taser to her. Yeah. Yeah. Next one. Cadmus lives to see another day. I'm fine Ooh, with that. What? Yeah. Hawk and Dev's relationship does not. Break them up. Well, actually, Hawk and Dove's relationship does, but whatever their fucking real names are, let's doesn't. move on. Hank and Hank and Dawn. Darkfire lands on Earth. Blackfire. No. Blackfire. Wow. I, I wow. hope she gets picked That's up for a little full on the head. season next season. She has. Uh, she has Raven been. lands at Themyscira. Yeah. Nightwing what? is revealed. What a what a dick way of saying goodbye. <laughs> what a dick racing hey, way. Don't uh, tell goodbye. anybody. I'm gonna get on a plane. Uh, can you just tell everyone I'm not gonna say goodbye to them? Uh, Nightwing is revealed. Yeah. And Robin is no more. He just wandered off. Let and me, I just drove away. Let me they needed to cut half of that cast, but they cut the wrong people. I'm so <laughs> fucking pissed about Donna Troy being dead. This is the most annoying thing to me. She was one of the best fucking characters. Sure, she was Jessica Jones 0.5, but she was still my Donna she's, Troy. Honestly, she's coming back. Yeah. She's going to be oh, resurrected. Yeah. And that makes it so much worse. More annoying. Because her death, was completely <laughs> unrelated. The fight to was any over. Thing that happened as far as character development, Ugh. as far as plot development, Ugh. as far as theme for the story, there was no literal. There was literally no reason for her to die. So yeah, the what I'm really annoyed about too is because they even literally put Dove in that zone to be murdered, and like, what would have been better than for fucking <gasps> Hawk to run in, yes. to grab the cable? Maybe they both die, but at least one of them had to go. Both of them should be off the show. They should not be they're on the show. They're terrible. Off, they're they're terrible on another performers. Show. They're on another show that no one cares about. <laughs> what show are they on? I, Friday Night oh, Lights. Oh, they're on another show. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They are on. They're on Friday Night Lights or like The Boxer 2 or something. Guys, I felt like. <laughs> the goodish wife. <laughs> She's the boxer. I felt like I could have survived that. That yeah. electrocution. That like, it was barely any anything. You survive well, every Friday night getting electrocuted. Yeah, girl. You stop tasing me when I <laughs> we leave. We all know. <laughs> Those are shots. <laughs> Women like, from Themyscira are fucking vulnerable to electrocution. Tasers. That's how some well random blonde trait. who just shows up and she's like, all right, I'm one of them. Yeah, so right. <laughs> here's someone. Why are they season. so bad with finales? Why are they so Why bad? Why are they so with bad with most episodes? This season was a goddamn mess. Like I will count the things that I actually enjoyed: Cadmus, Superboy, Cos- that, wait, and Crypto. Agreed. Crypto. And, yeah. Crypto. Agreed. That's exactly Superboy's what I enjoyed. Ass. Super- oh yeah, I mean, and his, you know, he's got uh, nice. Starfire pets. was still consistently amazing. She's still amazing, I, well, but her storyline was just no, her storyline was, was terrible. Yeah. She is a compelling actress, yes. and like she's very uh, just great to watch on screen. She really fits the universe. I feel like, which is good. But I did the, like Robin though as well. Uh, you mean uh, Jason Todd? Yeah, yeah, Such Jason a Todd was okay. Lesbian. He was gorgeous. Oh, gor- <laughs> what a pretty lady he is. <laughs> Jesus, what? Uh, he's Rachel Maddow Jr. Totally. He is. He does look like Rachel Maddow. That's not bad. That's no, cute. it's great. I love Rachel Maddow. Uh, the show is just like I swear to God, 
they must have put a mountain of cocaine in the writer's room. They're like, and go. And it's like all these it's like swirl, swirling storylines that didn't quite work together. They decided to just throw against the screen. I feel like it was like seven writers that each week took a turn being the showrunner. So mm-hmm. anyone was like, I like this group. It was I the like- best of times. It was the blurst of times. Because it is like the stupidest fucking thing that the Deathstroke storyline should have been done by like episode six or seven. And then the entire uh, the rest of it should have been Academy storyline. This is uh, so one of the weird things about it is that they're like, here is our large plot. And they actually plot out. Here are all the major points. And they go in episode seven. This has to happen. And they're like, you as a writer. Go write, write that this. episode. Yeah. I don't. I didn't look to see who the writers were for each of them, but I do like that theory because it makes sense that each episode feels very different and very unconnected mm-hmm. to anything except for some kind of broader theoretical storyline of the of a flashback of the Titans' previous trauma. It's they they uh, they just don't know the. <laughs> I don't want to bring it up, but I'm going to. They like the Agents of Shield pocket. Like not pocket was a pocket whatever. Either way, it's like making mini arcs within your season is the way to do this. Yeah. And they like I will say the last like five to six episode, man, maybe like three to four episodes felt a lot like a Netflix show where it was probably just a little bit more drawn out than it needed to be. But at least it felt somewhat connected. I think when they broke up the second time, everything <laughs> actually made sense. Wait, which everything which before- second time? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't I couldn't with the flashbacks I couldn't with like the f- like the fake trauma of and the fake like angst of the of the team yeah I just that couldn't more third breakup <laughs> I lost I, I lost count I lost count but we're family and here's the thing so Deathstroke as I've mentioned before is an overused character yeah I like the actor I like the look um I would have but sex with that man but mm. speaking of butts um you had. You've you've seen Deathstroke be used so much better in different oh totally properties as Slade in the Teen Titans cartoon. I think he's better in Arrow. He was totally he's so, much, so better much better in Arrow. Arrow. That was the point I was going to make. That, actually, any other Australian and accent. that's a that's a rude point to make. To <laughs> well, season two of Arrow, Arrow is very good. Very it's pretty good. good. It's really good. There well, are eighteen seasons. The, I know, and season two is good. The, it's like they took a CW show and they were like, I know CW shows. Uh, there's too many episodes, and so things are drawn out. And there's t- there's not enough actual real like characters. So what if we actually made it cranked up where we say fuck Batman show? <laughs> no, and let's draw it out more in fewer episodes. <laughs> it was definitely a weird combination <laughs> of a CW show with a uh, Netflix show. It's their solution to a CW show that they still have not gotten right. But yeah. I, but to to that point, I'm still enthralled. Yeah. I agree. I, I want to watch next season. I enjoyed what, watching really? it. Really? Oh God! I the, hate it. I hate it so bad. Caitlin, do you hate it? I I don't think I want to watch. Okay, the third so season three out of five of us don't want to watch it. We're done. And but. like these are characters I love. Like we'll I am a, a DC kid, yeah, we'll and like like the fact that I can't stomach the show anymore just says how bad it is. But then you, you at least made it to the end. All before right, you all got right, upset. fine. In the last few moments. What do you think is going to happen next? And do you think it's going to be any good? I no. think if they have a 13 episode plot arc focused on Blackfire, I'm in. If they do some other shit where they've got seven different plot lines happening at the same time, I'm going to have <laughs> that actress oh, who plays Blackfire is garbage, by the way. She's oh, yeah. terrible. Yeah. Well, can the, I just casting on the shows an embarrassment? She, can I she's just a season regular next season? Can I just note what I want to happen? Contract boy. All I want, which is why I was so pissed that Donna Troy was dead, because I really enjoyed 
Uh, I really just want a show that's just uh, Donna, uh, Dove, and Starfire. Starfire. Yeah, that'd be fun. Because I really enjoyed. Oh yeah, I just want Jessica Jones. You want you want a force? No, but I really enjoyed their banter, like the whole thing about like, "Hey Connor," and they're like, "That's your fucking solution to say, hey Connor." And I was like, "Hey, adorable." The whole scene was very good to me. I'm like, "This is what I want the show to be." With that in mind, since they're all like sort of weird, fiery bird things, you could be like, "I see you from above" or something like that. That'd be fun. (laughs) I'd watch the shit out of that show. Give me five episodes, though. What I think is gonna happen is um, in the Mandalorian, uh, Baby Yoda is good. The Swamp People episode is fucking terrible, and all the actors are bad. Oh, the fourth episode? Yeah. Yeah, it was seven samurai, but there's it, only two of them. Uh, it was so it bad. was so fucking awful. Yeah, uh, Baby Yoda is the only reason why I will like the show, really. Yeah. Um, no, I like him. But oh, shut up. Uh, we, uh, speaking of Star Wars, we are going to bring back Star Wars next week. We, we skipped we this week. To? Yes. We had a heavy, heavy flow this week. So we Oh, girl, we need some tampons. Uh, information. Really I did not mean that. Genderly rough, this episode. I didn't mean it to me. Weird. Yeah. Well, uh, but I will say about Star Wars, J.J. Abrams said that there will be LGBTQ representation in Rise of Skywalker, but, but bitch, it won't okay. be Poe and Finn. But, okay, yeah. And he was like, I think their relationship is deeper than love. And you're like, shut the fuck. Like, they know, like, you think it's just going to be like it's gonna be some two, random- two female-ish aliens that you don't know what their whole gender mm-hmm. thing is. And they're like, oh. They kind of It'll be space lawyer and Rose females, but or who knows how like their that. genes yeah. work. What it's going to be is something that Disney can take out very quickly for the Chinese market. Oh, yeah, There's going to be a ship that's exploding in Saudi and two, Arabia. Two women Saudi will Arabia. hold hands <laughs> yeah. right before it One happens. ship is shaped like a penis. The other ship is shaped like a penis. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and it explodes into each other. And they just kind of bonk into each other. Yeah. There's a lot of sword fighting with lightsabers. Um, it's what happened with the last Star Trek movie yeah. when they had Sulu. Like They were like, he's gay. That's his husband that's their kid but it was like one throwaway scene that could easily just cut out what okay. if it's like a docking situation where like one we docks just talked inside about the like other and pulls back out and in just a never, little bit never <laughs> been a situation that, that's a Look, solution Disney, you, give, you better give me that frotting scene or I'm not watching your <laughs> yeah. fucking movie thank All you right, Kalen what do we got next okay week? so next week we've got the penultimate episode of Watchmen since there's only nine episodes this season <laughs> yep. Uh, we have uh, we're gonna bring back Star uh, Boars, like I said, and we've got three issues of Dawn of X. We've got uh, New Mutants number three, X Force number three, and Fallen Angels number three. So there is kind of a bi-weekly yeah. They're yeah. cranking are, them out, cranking Good them on out, them. girls. Yeah, are we doing Harley Quinn? I don't think so. It Harley was, Quinn, Medicine Woman. It was <laughs> it was rough. Perfect. Was it? But really? speaking of Not LGBTQ funny, representation, kind of boring. No, is it coming? It's coming out weekly. It just came out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The first yeah. issue, I mean, episode happened. Uh, well, probably not. But we will be uh, reviewing Rise of Jedi or Rise of Skywalker. No, it's Rise of Jedi. Rise of Rise Jedi. Rise That's of a better name. Jedi. Yeah, uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, so, yeah, we've been Homo Superior. Find us on SoundCloud, Spotify. iTunes, Spotify. Interact with us on Twitter and on Homo Grindr. Superior. Scruff. Bye, guys. Come dump.